What's up, P Silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boom fang, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the podcast where we shoot the shit and where comedy can meet any topic that we discuss. So shout out to my listeners, all of y'all, new and loyal. I smile squad. So this is going to be part two of our Lindsay Hinkle exclusive episode. Last week, we got to know Lindsay a little better as a person and as an artist. And uh, I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to interview her. And she's legit one of my favorite artists. I, I shit you not. As the kids would say, no cap. Is that, did I use that right? Anyways, um, I shared with you some of her music. And uh, let's be honest, her music is amazing. And if we're really being honest, her lyrics are bars. Okay. I have no idea if she can rap or not, but either way, bars. Okay. <laughs> if you missed part one of this two-parter, uh, Lindsay's interview, trust me when I say you're going to want to take a listen. The woman is inspiring, talented, and uh, just an amazing human in general. Let's be real. All right. So today, well, you thought we were done with the interview? No, we're not. Lindsay has more fun to share. She is quite the character, I swear. So we're going to go ahead and, and uh, finish out the interview from part one. So if you haven't already heard part one yet, trust me when I say you want to go back, check that out, and then come on back and return here with part two. Yo, the silly ain't over yet, y'all. In part two, Lindsay and I get our silly on, and I teach Lindsay a few things that she probably wishes that she didn't know. I ain't gonna lie, uh, including a sex position we would both rather not partake in. Meghan Markle is feuding with South Park, and uh, we figure out who the asshole is. All of that right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Pictures can be found on the podcast Instagram at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. And all the photos can be found right there. Before we get to the silly, do me a favor and uh, leave a five-star and written review on whatever platform that you're listening to, especially if you got that Spotify and if you got that Apple podcast. The two of them seem to be running the podcast game right now, and neither one of them know I'm alive. So let's go ahead and fix that. Um, so hook up your Audible booth thing with the opportunity to earn more listeners. That is what your five stars and uh, written reviews do. It puts us in the algorithm and we are suggested to new people who have not heard of this podcast. And then my podcast can grow and honey child, if that happens, when I tell you I cannot wait to quit my day job so that I can do what I love full time. Ooh, that is the American dream. But I ain't nowhere near that yet, so I need y'all to go ahead and uh, leave those reviews. <laughs> if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and download episodes so you can get pro silly with me without needing any Wi-Fi or data. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast.
I, I'm going to do a little uh, quick rapid fire question session because I'm curious to see what you will say. You ready for this? Yes, fuck, Mary Kill. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, which do you like better, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Ooh, both. Uh, Gun to head. You got to choose one, man. This is serious. We could all die. Uh, everybody. That's <laughs> a Backstreet Boys. Ranch yeah. or blue cheese? Ranch. Chips or popcorn? Chips. TV shows or movies? Ooh. Movies. I know. You said movies? Okay. Tater tots or fries? Fries. Now, I'm going to take out question number six because I didn't know you were sober at this time, so we'll enter that one. I was going to say liquor or beer, but... I'll still say I'll still say liquor, hands down. What did, what did Shane say? Uh, was it uh, liquor in the front, poker in the rear? <laughs> yeah. I, I, Shane didn't develop that. That saying's been around for, for centuries. <laughs> that was so. the first time I ever heard it, and it was just so fucking funny. I was like, Shane's a genius! And then I realized, oh, wait, no, this is not. Horror <laughs> movies or comedies? Comedies. Always comedies. <laughs> Love or success? Love. Winter or summer? Summer. <laughs> All right. I was just curious what you were going to say. That's awesome. <laughs> Next up, is she the asshole for going off on her fiance's parents? Let's get into it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. I, I have, I've never been engaged myself, so I'm not, uh, I'm not sure on the fiance and the in-law rules. Well, Lindsay, that, that now that no, it's funny. Cause in my script, I have, have you ever been engaged? So I guess I can go ahead and cross that part out. <laughs> All right. So I just want to make sure that I'm not alone here. So we, we, we have a woman who went off on her soon to be in-laws. So let's see what happened here and decide if she is the asshole or not. All right, Lindsay, I'm going to read this to you, and I want you to let me know what do you think. Is this person the asshole or not? So it reads here. So for a bit of context, I, a 23-year-old female, and my fiancé, 22 male, decided to have dinner with my fiancé's parents yesterday. I have never met them before, and my fiancé has told me that they can be pretty rocky. So I put it off for the longest time. Flash forward to the dinner... Everything is going pretty okay until my fiance's dad starts making strange comments about my weight. I have always been very small, and he asked me this if this is my first meal of the day. At that point, I was a little annoyed, but I let it slide. The comments continued throughout the dinner. Then my fiance's mom decided to join in, making comments about my weight and asking how much my boob job costs because someone so small could never naturally have such large breasts. So I nudged my fiance. First of all, that's so fucked up. So I nudged my fiance that I wanted to leave. And he told me to relax. His dad starts asking about our sex life, telling my fiance how lucky he is and that he better make the most of it before I get old and don't want to have sex anymore. I got up after that and went to the bathroom so I could cool down. And while I was in the bathroom, my fiance starts talking to me through the door, asking me to come out and to have dinner and not to be so emotional over what he called light banter, which upset me even more. I came out of the bathroom and told my fiance's parents that I was leaving because I couldn't handle the barrage of insults and bullying when I just wanted to have dinner. Now, all day today, my fiance 
has been scolding me and telling me all I'm doing is making sure I never have any sorts of relationship with his parents. And I'm feeling like I may have been dramatic over this. Am I the asshole? So what do you think? Is she the asshole for this, for just leaving? First off, poor girl. Right? <laughs> Bless her heart. That is traumatic. Yeah. I obviously know, but, but neither one of us are there. We didn't know, like, we're not in the situation. We don't know the background of these people, you know, because some people have a really jacked up, crazy sense of humor and they're passive aggressive mm -hmm. and they project that to cover up their own insecurities. Possibly mm -hmm. these parents were overweight or had issues with their food. Maybe the mom had issues with their own body. Mm -hmm. So she's projecting in a, what she maybe thinks is a playful way. But it's obviously bullying and and trying to, I don't know, get a rise out of her to see how she's going to react, how she's mm -hmm. going to handle these situations. Maybe. The fiance, on the other hand, I mean, I feel sorry for him in a way just because of being put in that situation. But to call someone being dramatic for yeah. feeling feelings is not okay in any way. Well, this is supposed um, to be your person. Yourself. This is supposed to be your person. Your fiance should have had your back at the very least and not make you, not, not gaslight you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds in in every way unhealthy, and I would definitely have a therapy session after that. <laughs> there's, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done if that's salvaged. I mean, most people would say to get the heck out of there, um, but you know, it's also a huge lack of communication. hundred percent, hundred percent. That is uh, no, she's definitely in no way the asshole in any regard of any way. I don't think she's in any way an asshole. I agree with you. I don't feel like she's the asshole here either. I feel like the parents kind of are. Uh, but yes. like you said, all the reasonings of what could have happened as to why things happened. I get that. Um, but it just sounds like it sounds like they, they just met and they, they don't know her well enough to joke or ask questions like that. And also as a woman. I can tell you, and I'm sure you can understand this too. I'm not a fan uh, uh, of people judging my body. I mean, <laughs> I'm already insecure as hell, so leave my titties alone. <laughs> leave my titties alone, damn it! You know, just <laughs> you should put that on a shirt. <laughs> oh my god, merch idea. Let's get that TM'd. Leave my titties alone. So, also, her fiance uh, just let her know exactly how he will treat her during their marriage. He clearly, in my opinion, doesn't have her back. And will not be a very supportive partner. And I, I would have, I would have pulled, if it was me, I would have pulled my parents to the side and asked them to stop being assholes to my lady in a respectful way because they are still my fucking parents. But this is the woman that I'm going to marry, not a random hookup, you know. So there has to be some sort of at least don't judge her body in front of her face. Like save that till she leaves. Like come on, like come on, man. So I feel like there are certain there are there's more than one asshole, but I do not think that it's her. No, I agree. And it's hard for me to speak, I guess, in this situation. But all I can say is if it were me in that situation, if my parents re remarked in any way on my fiance's move, which they never, Kenneth and Debbie would never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. And her parents, they would never, Patty and Alan would never, mm -hmm. ever say anything like that to me. Mm -hmm. They're, her parents are, that's the other reason I married her was because of her family. Like, her family's amazing. So, I can't relate to that anyway, but, um, but yeah, if I were in that situation, we would have already left. Like they wouldn't have gotten past the first comment that would have, they right. would have definitely been boundaries established to let them know this is not okay. And you will come back when you behave. Like, right. You know, there's a the, Waffle this, House this down the street. Okay. We're good. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
I probably would have taken the plate to go if it were good food. And then said, we are gone. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day, sir. <laughs> Next up, Meghan Markle might sue South Park. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are not happy with South Park right now. Apparently, uh, Meg doesn't like the way the South Park has portrayed her. There is even a rumor going around that she was thinking about suing South Park. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip and you guys take a listen and tell me, uh, well, I guess, Lindsay, you tell me what you think. Everybody else listening, you can let me know on the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook or you can join in on the Twitter at It's Pro Silly Sue. So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you. But you say your life has been hard. And now you've written all about it in your new book, Where? Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like you should write a book because your family like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. I, are you, you're familiar with South Park, yes? Oh yes. Okay, it's it's been on for like twenty plus fucking years. Um, the way <laughs> the way I see it, one, uh, it was funny as hell because South Park is great at what they do. Two, if it were me, I would be honored if I were important enough for South Park to talk shit about me. Um, that means you, that you're relevant. Okay, <laughs> not to mention this is what South Park does. Over twenty years of satire and bullshit. I am honestly surprised it took them this long to talk shit about them. Or maybe they have and I just missed it, but I thought it was great. So what did you think about <laughs> about this whole debacle? Do you think that Megan has a uh, should be this mad or what do you think? Well, first off, I'm still in shock that South Park is hasn't been canceled because of cancel culture. I know, right? Entire South Park and Family is Guy. making fun of everyone. <laughs> I know. And even Family Guy, like, they have had to downplay uh, from, like, their original platform. They yeah, they did. A little, like, Couple little of more tongue-in-cheek um, and <laughs> things like that because they get, you know, people get offended so yeah. easily. And that's the base of yeah. so much comedy is we, you know, we make fun of the people that are doing better than we are because that's what you do if you can't do it you make fun of it yeah yeah so i get it to an extent also they're (laughs) they're they're not i don't know how how huge south park is in 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 london and europe so they they may not know the history that's definitely a mannequin american uh, i find that it never benefits people that Mm -hmm. if they they get mad about these things if you backlash like you just roll with the punches that's part of fame it's i i don't say i don't necessarily agree with it but unfortunately Unfortunately, that's just the hand that you're dealt. Like Dolly Parton is a classic example for like oh, she yeah. became the butt of the joke about boobs. Oh, and yeah. she did yeah. an interview and was like, actually, like the joke's on y'all. I did this on purpose. Like, this is why. And look now <laughs> I'm an icon. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, to be honest with you, with at it. the age that she is now, her rack is still pretty nice. Gotta say. <laughs> I had almost hesitated. I didn't want to agree, but it, yeah, it is. I mean, for her age, come on. She's got a nice, look at other women her age and look at their tits versus hers. Come on. They're, they're, they're nice. <laughs> no, I'm like, I have like Oprah and Dolly are, you know, my, my spirit animals. If I could be anyone, I would be Oprah or Dolly. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Megan recently responded to the rumor of her suing South Park, and uh, she said they are false, which, duh. Um, I, honestly, I don't think that uh, it, it would have been thrown out anyway, free speech and all that shit. And if she really was mad about this, let's be honest, South Park would have just had more ammo. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds like South Park did their job. So, yo, the Markles have made it because South Park knows that they exist. Good for them. <laughs> So, next, I know that's like like I, I really need South Park to pay more attention to us. I would love to be the butt of a fucking South Park joke. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Next up, do you know things that you didn't know that you knew? <laughs> Let's find out what the fuck I'm talking about on the Professionally Silly Podcast. So I'm I'm gonna warn um any parents that are listening. Uh, these next two segments ahead of time, they, uh, th- this ain't for kids. So tap that pause button and tell your kids to go clean something and then come back. Okay, so there are a lot of things in this world that I've never thought about. And I- I'm talking about some random ass facts. I used to to share a random fact at the beginning of my YouTube videos. But these facts aren't the type of facts that people really think about. I could be wrong, but let's find out. So many of you have watched my lives that I've done on Instagram and TikTok and, and uh, that I've done in the past and uh, have joined in on a, on a card game that I was playing and it was called I Wish I Didn't Know. So, Lindsay, I want to play that game with you. Are you ready to, to wish not knowing something? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> this is going to be great. So all you have to do is answer a question that I ask. There will be a multiple choice question and just try your best to choose the right answer. I'm going to give you five cards and uh, everyone listening, including you, for each answer you get correctly, you will get a uh, one P silly dollar. Now, P silly dollars are worth absolutely nothing. So, and they also don't exist, but you will have bragging rights because you know a bunch of random shit that no one cares about. Are you ready? I'm so down. <laughs> P silly dollars. Okay. First one, never sit down for a meal with a daddy long legs after eating. The insect is known for A, vomiting up its meal and eating it again. B, pulling each of its eight legs through its jaws to floss. Ew. C, shitting all over the place. Or D, eating other daddy long legs as if it, as if it feels it hasn't had enough. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go with A. I know they're extremely poisonous, and if they were able to bite, they yeah. could choke. Yeah, I heard that they're actually the, the most poisonous spider in the world. They just don't have fangs to, to fucking give it to you. That's what I heard. Yeah. So you choose A, vomiting up its meal and eating it again. So never sit down for meals with a daddy long leg after eating because this insect is known for B, pulling each of its legs through its jaws to floss. That's disgusting. It really is. <laughs> I want to know if anyone listening right now uh, on the Professional Silly podcast group on Facebook, let me know which of these answers you actually knew. And don't be a liar, bitches. Okay. So the <laughs> next card here. Almost 70% of fruits and vegetables have pesticide residue. Which healthy food is the most likely to expose people to its harmful chemicals? A- Celery, B, nectarines, C, kale, or D, strawberries? 
I'm going to go with kale. You're going to go with kale? Mm-hmm. So, so almost 70% of its fruits have vegetables, uh, excuse me, almost 70% of fruits and vegetables have pesticides residue. D, strawberries is the most healthy food that might be likely to expose people to harmful chemicals. So make sure you guys are rinsing those strawberries before you make your fucking smoothies, okay? Let's be smart. Oh my gosh, I eat strawberries every day frozen and I don't rinse them. I would hope that they rinse it when it's frozen, but these days you never fucking know. <laughs> no, I'm not only am I over two, but now I'm scared to eat breakfast. <laughs> this is what we do with the professionally silly podcast. We ruin lives and dreams. All right, number three. Even though they're huge sellers, only six percent of men actually need this product. A. Erectile dysfunction meds. B. Extra large condoms. C. Fat burning supplements or D, extra strong deodorant? B, without hesitating. <laughs> All right, and everyone listening, what do you think? <laughs> Even though there are huge sellers, only 6%, only 6% of men actually need B, extra large condoms. You go, girl. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I feel pretty bad about myself. <laughs> Aren't you glad that you were able to... You could have, like, gone over these with me before, (laughs) so I didn't sound like a complete idiot. But it's cool. It's all real people. Aren't you glad that you were able to, to, like, come up again as a lesbian knowing information about men's penises? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome Uh... to life. (laughs) All right. So uh, our fourth one. Almost half of emergency room visits every year are connected to this affliction. A, gunshot wounds. B, objects up the butt, C, panic attacks, or D, peanut allergies. Oh, that's a hard one. Right? Those are all really good, especially in the United States. All the guns and people like things up their butts. People have panic attacks all the time and weirdos are allergic to peanuts. So there's it's all over the place. Not weirdos. I'm being uh, an asshole. <laughs> it's a hard choice between B and C, but I'm going to go with C. Panic, panic attacks? attacks? Okay. Okay, so almost half of the emergency room visits every year are connected to D, peanut allergies. Shut the front door. Yeah, dude, we are raising some soft-ass people, man. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, man, peanut allergies. I honestly thought it might have been the butt thing, too. Or I thought butt or like gunshots or maybe, I don't know. That's I thought it was one of those. I really did. Peanut allergies. And I guess that makes sense because a lot of people cook with peanut oil and there's nuts and everything. Like if you read the ingredients of the things that we consume, peanuts or some sort of nut, they're in our food a lot. So it makes sense. Huh. Are you ready for our last card? This is a good one. Yes. Yes. What's a retrograde orgasm? A, when you orgasm without being touched. B, when semen travels backwards into the body, the fuck? Um, C, an orgasm without an erection. Or D, an orgasm in which no semen is ejaculated. What is a retrograde orgasm, Lindsay? It's either A or D. I'm going to go with A. You said it's either what? A or D, but I'm going to go with A. A? You say A, when you orgasm without being touched, or D, an orgasm in which no semen is ejaculated. I never ejaculate semen. (laughs) I haven't ejaculated semen in over 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So the answer is actually, I'm learning this for the first time as I'm reading this because I actually covered the answer with my fingers on all of these. 
And I got to tell you, this one I did not expect. Uh, a retrograde orgasm is when semen travels backwards into the body. Yeah, I wish I didn't well, how know. How would I know that? I mean, how like, would I know that? I don't you, know. This, you should have known. You should have known. This is a farce, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> well, the good news is you've won at least one or two P, uh, PCLE dollars. I won. Which I won, won exactly one. Well, you know, lucky for you, customer. they're worth absolutely nothing. And... Also, you're not a weirdo who knows all these things, so you're normal. So you're the average person. <laughs> Congratulations, you're average. About me, and I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you're you basic, bitch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you're basic. What is that? Um, what is that? Parks and Rec, I think they said that. <laughs> Yo, it's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Actually, without pausing. I want to tell you this. I was um I was listening to the Birch Show. I, I talk about that show all the time. They're a huge inspiration for me. Anyways, the uh the Birch Show, uh, they are now available in podcast form, by the way, if anyone's interested in listening. They were talking about beef wellington in a bit that they did. And um it, it, this is something else I wish I didn't know, so I thought I'd share it with you. But it wasn't the food. Lindsay, do you know what a beef wellington is when it when it's not talking about food? I I don't think I do. Okay, I'm I'm about to um I'm going to destroy your soul. Are you ready for this? I'm sitting down. Okay, so there's actually two there's actually two definitions that I found on and this this is your first uh, red flag here. Urbandictionary.com is is where I'm getting my reference here. Um so it says here real beef wellington is a dish, you know, the real one is a dish that's served with meat wrapped in bread dough and baked, okay? So, um one of the definitions of the beef wellington when we're not talking about food is that it's, it's defined as when a man has vaginal intercourse with a woman who is currently suffering a yeast infection. That's one of them. The next one is a, is a little worse. Um, this is the... Worse than that? I know. I know. This one's gross. Um, this one here is is the sex position. Beef Wellington. Listeners, once again, uh, <laughs> your children shouldn't be here. Uh, it's a sex position in which a girl lays face up <sighs> okay, and the man and the man takes a shit on her vagina, and then f- have no, sexual intercourse. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, you need to leave. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> this has been the I wish I didn't know segment. <laughs> I agree to this. I agree to this. I'm so sorry, but I could not be the only person who found this out. I'm sorry. It had to be done. What do you want from me? Uh, Why am I in the fetal rocking back and forth? I don't understand. Well, I mean, after hearing that, do you, which beef Wellington would you prefer? I'm assuming the food. Now I don't want any of them because the food's going to be associated with that. So thank you. It's I, don't, really I don't have to worry about cooking. It's a very complicated recipe. So if it were, that works. So that's the positive that we pulled from this. I don't want to. I no longer want to cook it. Thank you. If you are listening from the UK, let me know which beef Wellington you prefer. Okay, because I'm told it started in the UK. The food, not the sex position or the yeast infection. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. <laughs> You're a fine people. Okay. You're fine people. Okay, so 
I, I did forget to ask you something that a lot of people care about for some reason. I'm not really into this, but a lot of people are. Lindsay Hinkle, what is your sign? I'm a Capri Sun with a rising Ford Taurus. Okay, oh, no, you literally no. just spoke German. What the fuck? <laughs> so I don't take it seriously either. And that was actually on my dating profile. And that's how I met my fiance. That was the thing that made her uh, to uh, swipe right was when it asked you what your sign was. I said, I'm a Capri Sun with a rising Ford Taurus. <laughs> I see. Um, I, I thought that was a real thing. So I was like, "What does that even?" <laughs> I love that about you. No, I'm a Capricorn, but I'm nothing like a Capricorn. We're supposed to be like prompt, responsible, bad in bed. I'm. I'm <laughs> I like how you threw that bad in bed one in there. You know? <laughs> I was kidding. I'm, I'm a, I meant to say bad kisser, but I don't know. You've been. You keep saying these like things so i'm throwing that out there i'm gonna be as cool as you i'm so shy now i used to not be shy i got a lot more shy when i got sober <laughs> that's so fucking funny for those of you listening i am a gemini many of you know that uh we we get the, i think we're the worst sign because every time i say someone asks me that what's your sign i say gemini they're like oh well you're one of those like what the fuck <laughs> like what does that even mean like, right did i just your aura too and like yeah. your aura is purple they so. look at me like i just killed their entire family like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> it's not that serious <laughs> Dalton, i don't even know how right like, <laughs> jesus christ okay so i've um you did just say that you met your fiance on a dating app i've heard a lot of people are doing that i gotta tell you you are so blessed to have someone uh, who loves you and loves you back and all that shit. Because the dating world right now is garbage. I've been ghosted so many times. It's ridiculous. So which app did you use? Because I might need to sign up for that one. <laughs> I I tried several. And when I went on this, like, this whole Tinder, like, the whole dating app thing, I was in a very bad spot in my life. So <laughs> I didn't realize how traumatizing it would be when I got ghosted, when I would be, like, talking to someone and super into it. And then I actually... Okay, I'm not lying, and this is terrible to say, but I was actually literally ghosted. Um, said person, we were talking for a while. I was supposed to go meet her, and she, like, ghosted me, okay? I didn't hear from her anymore, and then there was nothing on her, like, social media, and then there's a memorial page on her Facebook. Oh, shit. Yes, like, really happened. So she so, literally ghosted you. Literally, Yes. Damn. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> wow. And I never heard that term before when someone said, oh, you were ghosted, and I didn't know what that meant. But then I, it was great because I came up with a line for a song, and it's, uh, if your Christian family doesn't call you back, is that holy ghosting? Oh, bars. Bars. <laughs> Yo, you should write for a rap artist. <laughs> like, that That was bars. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> For those of you just joining in with us, we've got Lindsay Hinkle joining us here in the Professionally Silly Podcast. So she just shared a ghosting story. That's fantastic. Because I think a lot of us, especially those who were dating in this uh, social media dating app world, we all experience a lot of ghosting. So the fact that you were able to find your one in the sea pit of shit, you know, that's beautiful. So congratulations to you and your fiance. By the way, give her a high five for me next time you see her. Oh yeah, she's a big fan. But I have I I have like crazy stories of of dates. There was one that I went on and like 
she seemed great. And then when I met her, um, cause we had just like been talking, which lesson one, always like call a person maybe before you meet them. <laughs> I have a, I don't know if you've noticed, but I have a lisp, but it's, it's a shy lisp, but I have a problem parroting. And if you're not familiar with that, it's when you talk like people you're around subconsciously and you don't even realize you're doing I it. I do it, that. It's not in control. Like it's, it's bad. It's bad. Like when I was in Europe, I talked straight <gasps> British, not even like a little bit, but I was like, literally, I'm going to, you know, it was bad. It was bad. And we so, are the same person, dude. When I went to Guatemala for like a month and a half, I came back with a Spanish accent. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> People think you're fake or you're making fun of them. They and that's do. not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. So oh this particular God. person had a very strong lisp when we met. And I was trying really, really hard not to make mine stronger when she was talking. <laughs> and and then, like, she goes on to tell me, like, she started listening because I had a playlist on my Spotify that I created and mm-hmm. then my songs. And she's like, so I just want you to know that it's okay that you're wearing the same blazer that you had on your last photo <laughs> on Instagram. And I'm like, whoa. And then she's like, by the way, I was listening to your Spotify playlist and I just have to ask, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? Like, how did you even know it was the same blazer? Like, that's slightly embarrassing for calling me out. <laughs> I only had one good blazer at the time. I tell you and- what, <laughs> you're super lucky because I don't know if you've ever heard of this rap artist. I'm not really that into her music like that, but there's this rap artist named Lotto who apparently has gone uh, viral because she admitted that she she wears not well not technically the same pair of underwear but she has like this leopard print shit that she wears all the time and so people thought she was wearing the same pair of panties but she claims that she's got more than one pair of the same print or whatever but a lot of people think that she uh is wearing the same panties so apparently she tried to sell said used panties via ebay I don't know what the fuck. So the blazer thing, I would rather that than you being accused of wearing your underwear twice. <laughs> well, that's why you should sell your mic cover that you spit on. Oh, like, you're damn right. You know? Yeah, get the I'm spittle, man. There's a market for it. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm going to be somebody. Get the spittle while you can, man. <laughs> I mean, you are a nice looking human inside now, and somebody's going to want that. Yeah, I'm just going to put out there for you, and I, I, I'm going to yes. be the person. As, you know what? Care. To this day, dude, before I even met you, or I guess I technically haven't, before we had any conversations, I told myself, she doesn't know this, but she's going to be singing at my wedding. So when I when I meet somebody who I trick into marrying me, you <laughs> you will be singing at my wedding. So prepare yourself for that. <laughs> well, dude, what happened with me was I realized that my entire life I was going for the wrong people mm-hmm. because I was going for a certain type. They had to be tall, like they had to be uber successful. Like I had these criteria and if they didn't need it, then they weren't you know, like my type per se. I, I was looking for like a bet Porter or, um, oh. uh, well, what was the British one on the L word? They oh, Helena. The, what? Helena. Yes. I want yeah. Helena so bad. That's for those of you listening, she's talking about the L word characters so yes, for our, little, for our breeders day. out there who don't know what the fuck was happening. Like who the <laughs> fuck is bet? But I wanted that person and in my head, I, because 
I had such low self-esteem, there had to be someone to make me feel better about myself instead of just trying to find someone that made me laugh and made me happy and loved me for who I was. Because these women that I was dating, they were always just putting me down and I was always insecure and Mm -hmm. I never felt good enough. I never felt good enough for said person. And when I met the person I'm with now, like she is the opposite of everyone I've ever dated. And anyone that ever sees us together, everyone is always so envious. That's the feedback I always get. It's like, oh, I wish I had a couple, like, I wish, oh, you know, a couple goals and things like that. Because all we do is laugh and build each other up. And we love each other just the way we are. We don't want to change. We support each other in whatever endeavors we have. Mm-hmm. And I know, I believe with all my heart that if I gained, like, 300 pounds that she would give me sponge baths and feed me fried chicken like she would love me <laughs> just the way that I am and I feel the same way about her and I've I've all I guess I was always a little shallow too and didn't realize well she's don't get me wrong it's drop dead gorgeous mm-hmm. but I didn't really see it because she says the story that you tell people is so not romantic because I really didn't see it like when we first met mm-hmm. and it was basically just like we had gotten to be so close over the phone I'm like well you know, I felt like it was already in friend zone because I'd gotten way too vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And and then when we met and and it was it was perfect. So I realized that I had been looking and there's a song in this somewhere and I'm going to write it. But uh, I just I was looking for the completely wrong thing for me. And then when I finally like just started to get to know someone who made me laugh and I liked to come and then all of a sudden the first time she kissed me it was like shallow howl and she like this veil was lifted and she became the most beautiful creature I'd ever seen in the entire world no one holds a candle to her to me and that it's crazy so like it's saying it out loud it's crazy but I I mean it with the bottom of my heart like there's no one like her and we'll never be anyone like her for me she's perfect so I actually I've never actually went and bought an engagement ring and mm-hmm. and proposed and it was the most nerve-wracking thing and i totally botched it but <laughs> she said yes and and it was awesome what did you do like uh, drop the ring into the a river or the, something the, or? i feel sorry for anyone that tries to propose by the way if you're <laughs> this, if you've ever proposed props to you that's worse than performing on stage isn't it it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nerve-wracking and you only have one one member of the audience that you have to please and it's probably the hardest thing i can imagine <laughs> Seriously, dude, it is. It's so dirty. Because, I mean, I get it in my head, like, okay, this is the one memory they're going to have. Like, this, you only get proposed to once, you know, if you do it right. We're going to tell this so, story for the rest of our lives. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, and so, God, it, it was bad. It was bad. But it, it worked out great. And it was just, it was us. Like, it was totally us. Like, I tried to put, she gave me the wrong hand. I tried to put it on the wrong finger. It was classic <laughs> us. Like, just, it was perfect. It was exactly the way it was supposed to be. That is so fucking beautiful. I love it. But the sun will rise in the morning And my first thought without warning It's gonna be of you drinking coffee on me Girls that you
if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's South Park needs to pay more attention to me. Damn it. I want to be important enough to be made fun of, you know, on South Park, not not on the Internet. Y'all, y'all, y'all be killing it on there. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't need no Internet bullying. But South Park, that's different. <laughs> that's an, that's like a level of respect almost. You know what I mean? Also, please stop naming gross sex stuff after delicious meals damn it you you just you need to stop professionally silly life rules thank you guys so much for listening i gotta say shout out to to you Lindsay hinkle uh for joining in on the silly i hope that you guys enjoyed this two-parter that we did i'm actually recording this outro on another day so she's not here right now but i want to say this to you Lindsay, if you were listening to this Thank you so much for what you do. What I don't think you understand, especially for those of you who heard part one of the Lindsay Hinkle exclusive episodes, she shared a lot of things with us that was extremely honest. She shared some very personal information about some times that she was going through some things and she was raw with us. I can only imagine how difficult it may have been for her to have shared that. Uh, with us because one thing's for sure someone might hear the words that she said and it, it might completely change their outlook on things there's one thing i love about social media and podcasts is there are good people out there who actually have something to say that may help others it's not just all tiktok dances and etc you know <laughs> and prank videos which don't get me wrong i enjoy those videos just like everybody else but every now and then we are able to come across someone through social media that changes our perspective on a lot of things. I met Lindsay back, you know, here in Atlanta a while back. And every now and then I would send her, like I would DM her on Facebook or I would write on her on her music page or something like that. But it wasn't until recently I have gotten to know a different side of Lindsay because for a while I was just a fan, you know, but now I consider Lindsay a friend and, uh, I am blessed that she trusted not only me, but you guys with her story, with her truth. And I really do hope that someone hears that and is inspired and wants to find a way to be happy. That's beautiful because I can honestly say there are a lot of people in this world right now who are not happy. You know, it's just like my dad says, you got two lists in your life. You got your bucket list and you got your fuck it list. And I, I guarantee you will be a lot happier if you're filling up that fuck it list. <laughs> so shout out to Lindsay and her awesomeness and her amazing music. Make sure you guys keep up with her at www.lindsayhinklemusic.com. I'll be sure to put the link down in the show notes as well. Her social medias can be found on her site as well. Just a click away. Make sure you guys go ahead and also subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you're using so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Also, do your girl a favor and leave that what? That five-star and written review. Yes, yes, please, for this podcast on whatever platform that you are listening on. As I said before, it is way more helpful than you think it is. If this is your first time listening, come back, pretty please, (laughs) and join in on the silly and binge all the episodes that you haven't heard yet i got a lot of them over over 200 episodes waiting for you also uh share this podcast with a friend there is no need for you to hog all the silly for yourself come on now share 
<laughs> don't forget to check out the podcast twitter and instagram at it's pro silly and of course the professionally silly pod group on facebook and if you have any silly story ideas or maybe you want some advice or the opinion of some p silly listeners on something you can email me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com or you can go ahead and slide into my dms at it's pro silly that is a podcast instagram and twitter Uh, So I'll be available for you there. You can also text my Google voice number or leave a message at 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. And if you would like to be anonymous, let me know upon contacting me, okay? If you aren't aware and you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or on Anchor, there is a Q&A section where you can share your opinion on the episode or whatever question is posted there. Don't forget to check out those show notes down below. I got my link tree down there. It's got all of my social medias down there. LindsayHinkleMusic.com. That's there to click away. My P.O. Box is also down there. Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. And if you do send me something, I will be sure to unbox it on my YouTube channel, the Professionally Silly channel, and we can all have a what's in my box moment together. Once again, I'm your audible boo thang, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. I'll go ahead and I'll leave you with this. Your stomach thinks all potato is mashed. Damn, I never thought about it like that. Yo, it's silly I hear y'all. I'm going to go ahead and play us out with some music by Lindsay Hinkle. been waiting for so long for the right one to come around you've been going about it all wrong you're not lost baby but you're gonna now